0: in diaspora podcast my name is holamide francis on today's episode we will be considering the topic the mentality of migration you will discover that the mentality of migration among black people is different from the mentality of migration among other class of migrants And today's episode we will try to talk about why it is different and the reason why we have to have the right mentality for migration. I would would advise that you take your time to observe, you take your time to reason and look around you and you will see the manifestations of these things we're about to discuss. There's something common with many Fortune 500 companies. Think of Google, IBM, Alphabet, Microsoft, Starbucks, Channel, Adobe, Micron, Vimeo, Nokia, NetApp and others. At one point or the other, some of them currently have a CEO that is of Indian origin. Some of them had CEO in the past or immediate past CEO is of Indian origin. That's a similarity between them. Um, Collective and clearly visible success can be traced to migration. And not just migration, but there's a mentality that the Indians migrate with that sets them apart from many other migrant groups in the diaspora. In the U.S., Indian migrant group are the largest. Are the, they are the largest, making up about six percent of U.S. foreign-born population. They are also the wealthiest and the most highly educated migrant group in the U.S. That's not a surprise. It's because There's a certain mentality they migrate with that is far different from the average black person or or different from the way Africans migrate. Well, I have decided to use Indian as a case study just for clarity and specificity's sake. There are other migrant groups that are successful. I would say the Jews are also a migrant group that is very successful in the diaspora. Um, Even the Chinese as well. And quite a number of other migrant groups are successful in the diaspora. And when I say success, I'm trying to say collective success because they are, they are successful Africans, but we it, it's in drops. It's in drops. One is successful, one is success, just in drops. But when we're talking about collective success, that in turns, Displays something about a certain kind of people is what I'm talking about here. Collective success. Compare this group of immigrants I mentioned—the Jews, Chinese, Indians. Compare them to Africans or the black people in general. The story is clearly different. It seems like the the African immigration agenda or the way Africans migrate is only working for a few individuals and it does not really bestow upon the African people a collective pedigree or pride. Look around the world. In the global community, you would you would know that there are certain people making use of migration to better their lives, making use of migration to shape things and do best better for themselves than the African people. And this is not because uh, there are no brilliant people in Africa, no. There are brilliant people in Africa, in fact, let me be biased here, I believe that the most brilliant sets of people in the world are in Africa. But the mentality of Africans or the mentality they left them with is responsible for what has happened to them in the diaspora, what has happened to them in the new place they have travelled to. The mentality among Africans is so different from other migrant groups. Most Africans migrate with survivor mentality, while other groups migrate with a value-adding or domination mentality. Africans who migrate uh, just to better their life, but other migrant group who are succeeding or who we see succeeding are migrating for domination and migrating for, to add value to the land. African, uh, what, powers, what powers the African migration in recent times is survivor. But it should be more than that. You, you, I know that many of you ran or escaped from home because maybe you say your country is poor and there's corruption, um, there's maladministration of the economy, things are not going fine, that's why you migrate, or for whatever reason anyone migrates. But it is not only happening in your country. There are poor countries as well. Um... To can india for example which i use as a case study is a poor country as well widespread poverty or whatever reasons you left home it's not peculiar to to where you have left and the difference other people are getting their migration plan right only africans are really not getting it right you know that something is wrong and Today, I want to put it to you that it is the mentality that Africans migrate with. Africans migrate with a survivor mentality. The the, the average reason why um, the African migrates from home is maybe uh, to get a second passport or so that I can start sending money home or so that I can enjoy life. But it is more than that. There's nothing about the average African that suggests that he wants to be valuable at his new place of, of residence. And because of this survival mentality, many, you see, many Africans, many black people, they are the ones you find in compromising situations. They are in forced marriages or marriages with benefits. You find them in relationships they don't want to be, but they want to get something out of there. You find them in companies of people everything they are doing is just in search of uh, uh, the passport of the country they are they want permanent residency and all that is not the right mentality to migrate with everything about my king's men is survivor 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 they are obsessed with safety and better life but other migrant groups migrate for strategy and influence other migrant group migrate for strategy and influence only the africans is migrating for survivor well it is not as if other migrant group there are not people among them migrating for survivor it is not as if it is so but I'm saying that on a collective level on a collective level before you see one people of the other migrant group who's migrating for survivor you are going to find 10 or 20 Africans who is migrating for survival. That's the ratio I'm talking about here. And that is not going give, to um, give Africans a, a, a continental pedigree. It's not going to give you respect. And that's why you see uh, the society uh, the society we all live in, you see the difference in intermigrant migrant groups migrate for strategy and influence. That's why, despite the numbers of Africans abroad and in various places, it still doesn't make any difference just population just high number of people just large number of people rushing into a country but there's no substance as a community the most heartbreaking thing about this mentality issue is that um africans uh, keep on passing it across from one generation to another their children keep end up copying that mentality um people around them end up copying that mentality, they keep passing it, they keep passing it, and if you're observant enough, you will see that um, that's why we are reproducing a generation after ourselves, and this self-destructive mentality that has penetrated every fiber of being of Africans in the diaspora has spread to various aspects of our lives as well, Uh, The mentality has impacted how Africans are raising their children, parenting, which we are going to talk about that sometime on this podcast. It has influenced how Africans are planning their finance. It has influenced the way they spend money, the way they see money. It has influenced the way they behave and interact with their environment. Even the kinds of jobs that you find black people in, in the countries you are, it's a result of this mentality we're talking about. Most Africans be the one at every odd job that is on the land. Most Africans be the one at every odd job. Why are Africans not reaching out for bigger stuff instead of spending decades on maybe a job they don't like or spending decades on mini jobs when they are supposed to have moved further? Uh, in the next podcast, we are going to perhaps in the next episode talk about talk about this as well. Why have you not developed yourself so that, you can, so that you can stop flipping burgers at the restaurant and move elsewhere that, that is better? It is a result of this mentality that has made people comfortable in certain positions where they are not supposed to be. Trying to counsel out your labor, there's, there's dignity in labor. I am only advocating for the fact that um, there must be improvement and you must be hungry for more. There's dignity in labor and starting small, yes, which we are still going to talk about this in subsequent episodes. It is always good to start small, but remaining small is always the problem. So, uh, as Africans, we must begin to um, re-engineer ourselves, re-strategize, and move from survivor mentality to value adding or domination mentality that's where we are supposed to move into a mentality that has come to add value to the land not to take from the land or not to try to i'm not just trying to survive i'm here to add value to the land that's the best way africans can live in the diaspora you we have got to have the value-adding mentality not the mere survivor mentality no you didn't come this far for you just to come and survive it didn't come this far for you to survive it didn't come this far for you to just live a life just join the rat race and don't reach for more sit with your your 10 pounds per hour 10 dollars per hour job and you don't want to reach for more because you just feel very secure and comfortable security is a cost security would not let you reach for more so we are going to stop here And we are going to discuss about some other subject in our next episode related to this. But it's better we start off with this so that we can begin to build upon this conversation. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Don't forget to like, share and tell somebody about it. I remain Olamide Francis and this is the Africans in Diaspora podcast. Thank you.